Welcome in to Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all things gambling, all things money lines, and more importantly, it's your one-stop shop to put some money in your pocket. You are Locked On Bets, your daily quick-hitting sports gambling podcast brought to you by FanDuel. What's up? What's up? What's happening? Welcome into another edition of Locked On Bets on this Thursday, February 15th, 2024. Your boy Q here. Today, joined by my guy Jack Bond, filling in, doing a little pinch hitting for Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com. And of course, you can always check out Lee on Paramount Sports on Twitter. Thanks so much for making Locked On Bets your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the show free and available on all platforms. And Jack, looking back on a Wednesday, 2-1 on the day. Detroit Mercy, they picked up their first win of the season. Got a win there. We won with Arkansas, but we lost with the Warriors. They were up on the Clippers until they weren't. So 2-1 and one on the day, ready for this Thursday. I, I can't complain about that. 2-1 uh, and one yet again. Never thought I'd see us betting on a college basketball team that was 0-26 heading into the game. But not only did Detroit Mercy win the game, they covered it, and they covered by quite a bit, winning that one by 15. It doesn't get much better than that. That's, that's why we bet on these sports. And, and then you look, you know, Arkansas took care of business as we expected against Tennessee, but Golden State didn't. I mean, Steph Curry put up 41 points like like we predicted, but really none of the other starters did their part. So looking forward to hopefully another winning day today while we give Lee a morning off to enjoy some time with his family. And, and you know, if you've enjoyed winning these past couple of days, jump in right now on our ongoing promotion because there's only a few days left. Ten days of hockey for just $50. We give out two to three plays per day and of course UFC 298 from Anaheim coming up this weekend where you'll get five to seven selections on Saturday night that actually includes a 50 unit best bet wager you can get that one it's up and available on the website for just $47 so let's see if we can keep the hot streak going I'm, I'm coming in we've got a couple of pretty unique plays today but I'm excited to jump in and be back on with you. yeah we do have a couple unique plays for sure we got a bet a little win a lot a hidden gem as well kind of digging deep into the crates plus we got the lock of the day little NHL action so excited about the show uh, that we have lined up as I'm excited about it each and every day we'll jump right into it after I tell you about the title sponsor of the show which is FanDuel and with the NFL season over you wonder what are you going to do well don't worry the NBA season is full throttle you can get Buckets right now at your first bet on FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. And new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins just like that. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive prop bets, and a whole lot more. You got to go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. You're guaranteed to miss a shot that you don't take. It's FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. They say you'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So bet a little. Win a lot. All right, Jack, here we go. We got a couple that we're really digging deep into the crates on. Let's go ahead and start off. Bet a little, win a lot, little college baseball action. How about UC Irvine, the Anteaters, to make the College World Series? Little futures bet here that we got on Locked On Bets. FanDuel.com line on this one. UC Irvine plus 1,000 to make the College World Series. Break this one down for us, Jack. Well, I'll warn you now, this is, this is one of my favorite plays we've had in a while, and, and not just because I get to talk about the UC Irvine Anteaters and their college baseball program, but because college baseball season starts officially tomorrow on, on the 16th of, of February with just a few powerhouse programs debuting for the season, and then most other teams start on Saturday. Now, last year's top three teams, LSU, Florida, and Wake Forest, are your favorites to win it all again this year. But people tune into this show because we dig in a little bit deeper. Like you said, how about the UC Irvine Anteaters from the Big West? 
UC Santa Barbara and Cal State Fullerton are your more well-known college baseball programs from the conference, and UCSB is considered this year's favorite to win the Big West, but I think there is some room for an upset here. First off, it's important to note that Irvine was just outright snubbed on baseball's selection Monday last year when they were left out of the field of 64. Uh, Similar to selection Sunday with college basketball, the NCAA has a, a panel that determines who makes their their final tournament and then the finals uh, are in Omaha every year so looking at Irvine last year this team had a, a, a hell of a resume they had a top 30 strength of schedule in all of college baseball which is tough to do especially in a lesser known conference like the Big West they had the best road record in college baseball at 19 and 6 and they actually went 8 and 1 against the Pac-12 and 10 and 2 overall against power five opponents so this team wasn't just some fluke. They weren't just taking advantage of a weak schedule. They had a really good roster and coaching staff last year. Now, you might think that's sort of water under the bridge for these programs because players graduate, get drafted, transfer, and you have new players coming in. But what if I told you UCI returns every single at-bat from the 2023 season? They bring back not only a top 30 offense and a top 30 pitching staff, they also bring back Nick Pinto, who leads Division One baseball with 46 career starts. So not only are you getting back the most experienced starting pitcher in college baseball, you are bringing back every single player from that offense in 2023 that held a top 30 statistical portfolio. Yes, this team isn't going anywhere, frankly, and they have plenty to prove this season. There's just something about being left out of a tournament like that We see it a lot in college basketball that motivates these younger athletes even more than some professionals when they get the opportunity to come back the next year and and prove these teams wrong. Now, obviously, the 2023 roster wasn't too flawed in and of itself. Woody Hayden, who was actually the All-Star Game MVP in the Appalachian Summer League last year, will be back from injury this year. First baseman Anthony Martinez is back, too, and he's considered an elite draft prospect. This team is just loaded from top to bottom, and they clearly have the experience to be back in the hunt. You look around the rest of the Big West Conference, and you have to expect teams like Fullerton and and Cal State Northridge and Hawaii to take a couple of steps back. Frankly, if Irvine hadn't been swept by Hawaii in their final series of the season last year, I think this team makes the tournament no problem with a chance to advance to Omaha pretty easily. But no, they don't have the ace starting pitcher that a lot of these teams have. But this team's depth and their upper class and leadership, I think, is going to take them a really long way in 2024. So keep an eye out for the UC Irvine Anteaters to sneak into Omaha in a shocker this year at plus 1,000. Bet a little, win a whole lot. Man, there you go. Digging deep into the crates right there. One of my favorite plays that we have on the show is bet a little, win a lot for that exact reason. And, man, just to think college baseball starts getting underway officially coming up tomorrow. That is wild. But here we are already. The calendar continues to roll. That's the one thing I do know. And so excited about that. That's a good one. That's really one to talk about later around the uh, the water cooler. Like, yeah. Called that one early in the game. You see Irvine right there, the Anteaters to make the College World Series at plus 1,000. That's bet a little, win a lot. To find a diamond in the rough, 
you need to dig a little deeper for those hidden gems. Up next, we got the hidden gem. We're turning our attention from college baseball to Major League Baseball and talk about the Miami Marlins and how many wins they'll have in 2024. And this is a team that was 84 and 78 in 2023. The FanDuel.com line on this one, the Miami Marlins under 78 and a half wins on the season. Go ahead, break this one down for us, Jack. Yeah, I'll go ahead and text Lee now and let him know he doesn't need to listen to today's show. As a Marlins fan, I, I hate to break <laughs> it, but I just think this team is going to struggle in 2024. Uh, pitchers and catchers for the Dodgers and Padres reported last week as they start the season internationally this year in South Korea. And the rest of the league will report this week as the season begins on the 28th of March. So we're a little bit early with this play, but I do think that this line is going to move now that betters focus will shift from the NFL to all these other sports. You know, I've followed the Marlins offseason pretty closely this year for a variety of reasons. And I, I have to say, I think this team looks like they're just going to kind of mail it in in 2024. Now, first off, in October, they let Kimberly Ng, who, aside from being the first female general manager in MLB history, uh, was also a, fr- a fantastic front office figure. They let her walk because she was facing a demotion when they wanted to hire a uh, president of baseball operations in the offseason. I, I think that sent a bit of a ripple effect through the rest of this organization because they've hired Peter Bendix to run baseball operations, and he is on the forefront of the analytics approach to baseball. He was with the Tampa Bay Rays, who are known as an analytical uh, spearhead in the baseball world. They've hired him to run baseball operations this year, and I think he's going to start taking this roster in quite a different direction. So that is one thing to keep in mind with this team. Now, as far as the roster goes, I think this team is they're going to be in shambles offensively in 2024. I mean, the subtractions from the lineup are somewhat significant. Jorge Soler and his 36 home runs are gone. Joey Wendell, Yuli Gurriel, and Jacob Stallings were all regulars in the lineup in 2023, and now they're gone. So look at who have they replaced those losses with. Nick Gordon, Christian Bethencourt, and Vidal Brujan. I mean, those are all borderline minor leaguers at this stage in their careers. They still don't have a major league level shortstop, so they can really only go so far defensively. And if you just look at what they accomplished in 2023 versus their expectations, I think this this team, unfortunately, going to just fall off a cliff. They ranked 26th in baseball, and in fact, they were actually 15th out of 15 teams in the National League in runs, and they still ended up with 84 wins, which was nine wins more than their expected, or in baseball world, the Pythagorean win model reflected. In other words, their expected win total from last year, if you looked at their analytical stuff, was around 75 wins. They actually won more than they were expected to and won more than their statistics suggested they should have. In fact, their offense this year does not return or have a single guy on the roster that reached even 20 home runs in 2023. And I get it. This team has relied on starting pitching for years. But what do you do now? Because Sandy Alcantara is out for the entire 2024 season after undergoing Tommy John surgery. Now, they'll get big innings from their starters, undoubtedly, Jesus Guzardo, Edward Cabrera, Braxton Garrett. There are plenty of guys to, to rely on as starters. But again, not a single guy in their rotation is above the age of 26 this year. And how much can you rely on those starters against offenses like the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies and the National League East, let alone the Dodgers and the, and the Diamondbacks and the other teams throughout the National League? This just isn't the year for Miami to compete. I think they know that. And I think they know that they can expect to trade off some valuable trade pieces by the deadline and consider 2024 a wash. 
This team has a bright future. Uh, it's just not coming in 2024. So give me the Miami Marlins under 78 and a half wins. A hidden gem. There it is right there. Hidden gem here on the show. Again, multiple plays that I like. Bet a little, win a lot, and of course, hidden gem as well. Uh, digging deep into the crates. And man, Major League Baseball right around the corner, as you mentioned. Miami Marlins to take a step back from their 2023 win total to their 2024 totals. We're expecting them to go under 78 and a half total wins on the season. Still on the way, we'll turn our attention to the lock of the day and some NHL action. We'll tell you what we're talking about and what level lock. We'll do it next here on Locked on Bets. Open it, open it, open it. Lee has the key to the lock of the day. All right, Jack, here we go. Let's close things out strong. Little NHL action. How about the New Jersey Devils? They're in L.A. taking on the Kings. The Devils, 27 wins, 21 losses, four overtime losses. The Kings, 24 wins, 16 losses, and 10 losses by way of overtime. FanDuel.com line on this one. The Devils, minus 122 versus the Kings. Break this one down for us. Well, these are, these are really two teams that I think are moving in opposite directions, the Devils and the Kings are. L.A., if you'll remember, they started off the season with 11 straight road wins, which set an NHL record. And they looked like potential favorites to come out of the Western Conference. Now, since that road winning streak was snapped, they're 8-12-7 overall, and they're 4-7-4 four, four on the road. That's just 27th in the league in terms of their road record since then. So... They went from breaking records in the NHL across the NHL for uh, road win streaks to start the season to being in the bottom five. They're 29th in goals scored in that span, and they're 31st in shooting percentage. It's not as if this team is creating a ton of chances and just getting unlucky. They're, they're just not converting, and they're not coming close, frankly. The special teams have been a problem on both sides of the puck, and obviously the goaltending has given them some troubles as well. It has been exactly one month since they scored more than four goals in a game. And frankly, things got so bad that they fired head coach Todd McClellan after general manager Rob Blake said in January that McClellan's job was safe for the rest of the season. So if you can imagine the turmoil in the locker room when your general manager comes out and says the head coach's job is secure for the rest of the year, and two weeks later, things get so much worse that he changes course and ends up terminating the head coach. Things just aren't going well, not only in upper management, but in the locker room itself. Now, they hired or they promoted assistant coach Jim Hiller to be the interim head coach. How has he done in his first two games behind the bench? Well, they beat up on the Edmonton Oilers in his debut, but they followed that up with a 7 nothing loss at Buffalo on Tuesday. This team is just not right. I don't think it was the head coach or his staff that was the problem. But the roster and upper management are just not getting the job done here. They're not meshing well. I think they have some serious problems, especially some that New Jersey itself can exploit. This Devils team does seem like they're turning things around a little bit, especially now that Jack Hughes, their captain, is back in the lineup. He missed the month of January with an injury, but since his return, the team is averaging 39 and a half shots per game, which leads the NHL. He has looked like his usual self on the ice as well. If you go back and watch, his his uh, gates and his uh, his shifts, he's looking like he's back to his normal self. We often talk, too, on the show about not backing teams in a star player's first game or two back from injury. That has been the case here. Hughes did struggle in his first two games back from injury, but now that he has settled in, he has two goals in his last two games. He's starting to play with his speed and playmaking ability that we're used to. You know, Keep in mind also that the Devils and Kings ranked third and fourth in the NHL and expected goals 
over the last 25 games. The major difference between the two, though, is that New Jersey is getting their good bounces and they're converting their chances. They're shooting just over 10% over the last 25 games. L.A., on the other hand, they're dead second to last in the NHL at 5.76% in terms of their shooting percentage over the last 25 games. I think we might see more changes from the Kings organization after this one. Take the New Jersey Devils money line tonight. Minus 122, a level two lock. Level two lock right there, talking about the Devils and the L.A. Kings. The Kings a little bit in turmoil, kind of going in the wrong direction, and the Devils look to jump on top of them and take advantage tonight. Again, New Jersey minus 122 versus L.A., a level two lock. Really good stuff, Jack. Multiple plays in baseball, college, and Major League Baseball, and then, of course, closing out with NHL action. Anyone wants to reach out to you or Lee and get some more information from you guys, what do they need to do? Well, you're going to want to hop on board with us for the rest of the hockey season and basketball season. Uh, with the NBA trade deadline passing and the NHL deadline coming up, there are tons of opportunities to take advantage right now. If you're uncertain about committing for the full year, if you just want to test the waters a little bit, like we mentioned earlier, just $50 for 10 days of hockey selections where we give out two to three plays per day. And USD 298 coming up on Saturday where we'll have a 50-unit best bet wager for the fights in Anaheim. That's just $47 as well. Give us a call at the office, 800-400-9741, or visit us at our website, ParamountSports.com. There it is right there. Now you know exactly where to place your money, who to place your money on. Make sure you download and follow Locked On Sports today. It's my guy, Peter Bukowski. He does a great job each and every day breaking down the action, hitting you with the biggest headlines in sports. Of course, myself and Lee will be back here tomorrow, closing out the week really strong on Locked On Bets, continuing to help put a little bit of extra money back in your pocket. Again, big ups to my guy, Jack Bond, doing a little pinch hitting, a little filling in today from Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com. I'm your boy Q. You can find me on Twitter at your boy Q254. This is Locked On Bets, brought to you daily by FanDuel.com. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.